This is Rangers of the Midwest Podcast. Podcast. Hello, it's been a while. This is Ranger John. Ranger Robin. And we're back again to talk about things that relate to Ranger things. So, let's start off with the first thing that came in mind. Um, Seagulls. I don't think we've covered this yet. Have we covered anything about seagulls at all yet? I don't think so, but they are like one of the top three wildlife at home, at our park. At, at home, anywhere, in, in most parks, seagulls travel north and south and everywhere abroad. I've seen seagulls in Tennessee. I've seen seagulls in just about every... And there's so many different kinds of seagulls. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which I've never realized, but the ones with actually the darker shade to them, they're the younger, like, adolescent ones. Yeah. Full they're white juveniles. seagulls. Yeah, juveniles are the dark, blacker ones of the seagulls. So, anyway, a uh, few stories about seagulls and things to be aware of. I'm going to get with the happy, with the sad, and with the, the downright honest when it comes to seagulls. Do you have a story to start, or do you want me to start? Mm. Well, today we saw a seagull hopping around on one leg. Oh, yes. And we're like wondering what happened to his other leg. I can think of one thing already. Which I guess I bring up the first thing of why you don't feed any of the wildlife. Yeah. If a bird is missing a leg, it's likely there was a time where they thought it was important to scavenge. And here's a story to, to, to lead it off. This You want to tell the story about the, the man with the bread? Oh yeah. So, well they had a bag of bread and like it looked like ham and cheese sandwiches didn't it yeah it was like they had a bunch of expired ones and they were just like "Mm." yeah and they were like oh we'll just feed them to the seagulls yeah so we saw them like tossing it to them and there was about 30 seagulls coming like oh yeah eating all these little sandwiches or whatever that they had and the guy had his three like little kids feeding them too oh yeah stuff teaching them that it's good to feed the wildlife yeah so we went up to him we asked him to stop and of course, his kids are still throwing stuff, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. I'm like, we told you to stop. And, like, I, we were there for, like, a couple minutes, and then the kid just kept throwing them. And I'm yeah. like, get, I'm like, I'm not going to grab the kid's hand and, like, no. tell it to stop, because no. it's not my responsibility. It's our responsibility to protect, but it's not our responsibility to parent. Yeah. But they just kept throwing them, and I so badly wanted to write a ticket. For like littering or something that day mm-hmm. but we just warned them and then we kind of drove around and what made made sure we were watching and the seagulls ended up flying away but they were around for a while mm-hmm. and they are the seagulls are savages they will do whatever they have yeah. to do to survive even if it includes killing each other yeah they like take each other's food and mm-hmm. like poke at each other yep which i can instantly dig in and relate in both ways first thing with that story uh I actually, while the child continued to feed them, I'm like, do you see the way the birds go after each other every time he throws the food out? Uh, one of the birds kept trying to clip the other one's wing every time he would go for the food before yeah. him if he couldn't get the food. Because he knows you lower him on the food chain, then you don't have to worry about him taking food no more. So, And then following up to that, um, every now and again as a park ranger in the Midwest, you'll come across a bird uh, missing something or something's happening to it. So first, let's go with the past. We saw that bird on the beach didn't have a leg. Could have been born without a leg. Or yeah. it could have been put in a situation where people said, let's feed the birds. <laughs> this is cute. And then they throw the food out 
and then one of the birds go after the food, miss the food, snap the leg. And there goes that bird hopping around for the rest of its life with just one leg. Sad story, but it doesn't need to happen that way. So I'll start out with the first mission statement. Don't feed the birds because then the birds will attack each other. That's not part of the natural food chain. Yeah, and it, people, like, I know so many people that feed birds, like, in their yard or mm-hmm. out somewhere. But they're, like, feeding them actual bird food and seeds. Why would you go, like, out of your way to feed seagulls, like, shitty food? Yeah. Like, you're, you wouldn't eat it, so why are you giving it to them? Yeah. If it's your scraps, then it's not going to be their treasure. Yeah. They're only happy to have it because they don't have much better in the area. Now, their nature is to, to fly and find their own food. It's not for us to feed them whatever we find for scraps in our household. Yeah, and I've also seen people, like, throwing, like, their french fries to them, too. And, like, yeah. obviously they're going to suck them down because they're like, food, food, mm-hmm. food, food. Mine, 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 mine. Yeah. Mine? <laughs> mine. We've all seen Finding Nemo. At least I assume. <laughs> yeah, they're, those birds on Finding Nemo are savages, too. Mm-hmm. Well, they represent the birds in an in a English format, the yeah. best way that they exist. So here, here's my next story leading into this. There was a time that someone so diabolical and so upset with people who work in Midwestern parks, they actually made a concoction of these French fries with laxatives. Oh, boy. Now, I don't know if you guys understand where this is leading already, but I'll continue the story. So this guy had, it looked like on a recorded video, two... Two large trays of French fries covered in Axlax. And of course, you start throwing that stuff out, birds are like, oh yeah, bird's eye view, I want it. And they eat it. The birds don't know any different. So they eat all the food. And lo and behold, you give them like seven minutes, it goes through their digestive tract. And next thing you know, they are pooping on everything. I am thankful to say this hasn't happened in Midwestern parks since I've been at other parks. But... Um, you see it in the video, like the birds are uncontrollably pooping on everything, people, cars, and yeah. they record all of it. It's like, I don't know whether to like laugh or cry because it's like funny, but like sad. It's funny, but it's terrible at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's so terrible. Like if you look at it in a chaotic, neutral way, you go, that's just hilarious. But then you look at it as someone that actually has to deal with that stuff. Any of the people on the beach that and are like, like I can't believe this. birds. Yeah. Their digestive tract is just not in a comfortable situation yeah. anymore. Just saying there. And leading on to then, also, I almost don't even want to say it, but it did happen, so I think it's good to know. There was a time when I was working in Midwestern Parks, I caught a man feeding seagulls Alka-Seltzers. And for those that don't know, birds can't burp, okay? So it's terrible, terrible situation. They ate the Alka-Seltzers and the birds exploded. No. Yes. It's just, they fly up and then it just happens. So he fed it to two and that guy is, I don't think I've seen him in parks since that time. So I'm just saying, you, you don't feed birds things that birds don't eat. They're going to eat what they can get because they're already struggling to survive. You need to look out for seagulls. They are a protected bird. And I believe it is a felony to do anything to cause the birds harm between ducks and seagulls. Yeah, ducks too. There's people that feed the ducks at our park also and they'll like feed the ducks cheez-its and pretzels and stuff and i'm just like why that's not like what ducks eat Mm -hmm. and then the ducks won't leave them alone and 
they like don't understand why and it's like because you're feeding them that's why they're annoying and they'll go annoy other people that actually don't feed the ducks Mm -hmm. and like they get so comfortable and they'll like bite at people's legs and stuff Mm -hmm. and if i will generalize ducks and animals in it in a, a hole when they imprint on someone ducks follow that person for life yeah. When it comes to someone feeding any wild animal, they will come back. People can be annoyed. They're like, oh, I'll just throw you some scraps and they'll go away. They're not going away for long if they are. Mm-hmm. They know that you're a source of food, in this case their income, and they will always come back to that location afterwards. And all humans at that point, because they're not imprinted upon, they are all someone that can supply them with food and they will bother everyone. Yeah. So... You just have to be smart when it comes to feeding animals. If you're on your own private land, then you know that they're going to be coming back to your land. If you're in a public place, you're causing harm or foul for the next person to deal with. Yeah. So just be smart, you know? Um, I won't dig too deep into this one, but there is often times where there's birds on the beach. I'm sure you've had to do this too. But birds get injured, you know? Whether it be because of a person uh, getting tired of them trying to get the food or it comes down to birds fighting birds, wildlife sometimes hurts wildlife. And when a, a bird's wing goes, the chances of the bird recovering are not great. So you have to understand that when it comes to rehabilitation, it's not easy for seagulls to be taken to re- rehabilitators. So if you see birds on the beach, it is our duty as rangers to take care of these birds and take them somewhere else. Hopefully it could be a protected place. We can try to take them in the rehabilitation, but oftentimes nature doesn't have good things in when it comes for seagulls, especially any type of bird that gets injured. So just be wary of people doing anything to cause any sort of draw or foul towards seagulls, any wildlife, and that's why we are in natural resources. It is to protect these birds. So... I've said my piece there. Yeah, and like people even hurt birds too. Mm-hmm. Like I've gotten com- calls and complaints about people like hitting, like kids hitting ducks with sticks like and throwing rocks at them and stuff. And I'm just like, what the heck? Where are their parents? Like are they even around? Yeah. <laughs> Let the kids roam free on the Yeah, on like the why are you hurting wildlife? Yeah. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Oh, that's the part of the job that we try to avoid. But when it comes to protecting it, as always, yeah. the mission statement, protect the park from the people and the people from the park. And in this case, the birds are part of the park. So watch your kids. Watch for birds. Play it safe. Is there anything you want to add? No. Well, oh, actually, I have a story about birds. Let's do it. It has nothing to do with seagulls or ducks. Oh, that's okay. It was um, baby robins. Baby robins? Yeah, so (laughs) I got a call from the campground office saying there's baby robins on one of our sites, like in our last loop over by the entrance to our, like where we drive in to go to work. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. So I went down there and the nest was on the ground and then the babies were like all scattered. And oh no! And the baby robins are super fluffy and like big. Yeah. So they're like cute, but like then they're kind of like creepy too when they like stick their arms out because they're like. Because <laughs> under they the look wings. Like, yeah, they look like dino- little dinosaurs or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I was like, okay, I guess I can try to, like, gather them up or whatever and, like, put them back up there. And as I'm, like, going to grab the first one, not thinking about anything, these, like, big robins, like, adults start swooping oh, no. at me. <laughs> They're like, shoom, shoom. And I was like, that's it. Like, I'm out. <laughs> Mother's I'm, like, I'm not doing this. So I told all the people that were watching, I'm like, just back away. Because I think that the, like, the adult birds will just grab them. And, like, mm. they eventually did. They, like, grabbed them and brought them back up. That's awesome, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say this about birds. There was a time outside of work, I actually tried to save a bird. Uh, if you touch the bird and the scent is gone, the mother will not take it back. So it's great that they actually prevented you from doing that before it got too far. Yeah, I was so scared. I was like, what is going on? I'm going to get attacked. Yeah. But, yeah. But oh, well, now I have a follow-up story because I don't think we've talked about the duck that lays eggs in our park. Oh, that stupid duck. Well, let's not call it stupid. No, it's stupid. It lays eggs in a fire pit. I'm going to go straight out with this one. Ducks know what we can and can't do. Okay, yeah. Maybe they are secretly smart. They're little closet geniuses. They're just little birds. They don't talk. They hardly just quack more than anything. But they know, they know that cars will stop for them. They know that they can get away with whatever they can as long as we don't get close to them. They, their fight or flight sense is like 100. Okay? So... We've had at this, this Midwestern park, this duck, between the mating season, what is it, like March to like May? Yeah, it's around that time because it's right before people start camping, so it's probably, yeah, March, April. Yeah. He has selected a certain site number in our Midwestern park. <laughs> the same site every he or year, she. so it is smart. It's not stupid. Yeah. And it's come to the point where it says, no one bothers me and everyone stays away from me at this part, pays attention very well and says, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> for the past three years? Is it three now? Yeah. Yeah. Has come to this specific site, goes inside this fire pit, lays the eggs, and then sits at home for an hour, for a month and a half or whatever until everything's kosher and then goes away. But willingly and understandably knows even until camping opens that we will barricade this area off because we have to for the sake of wildlife and felonous charges that could be applied to anything besides the bird that we will make sure that these babies are safe until they're born and then the babies hatch and we have to like wrangle them and get them safe like go <laughs> to the beach we have, we have to like one of us is like on one side one's behind him we're like come on let's go little guy <laughs> all right time to go home let's go okay okay right behind you here we go <laughs> But every, every year, so I'm just saying, birds are dumb, but they're also smart. So you got to understand, they'll eat whatever they can get. They're going to do what they want to do, and especially if they know they can do it. So yeah. that's that's the moral today. Do right. You know, natural resources are natural for a reason. Let it, let it be natural. Because those ducks live in a natural habitat, even though, because we're not doing anything except artificially building a barrier to protect them. Mm -hmm. We don't touch them. We don't get involved with them. We only get involved once the kids come about because we can't just have them roaming willy-nilly through our campground and some kids are going to be like, oh, I love ducks, and try to pick them up. So there's that. So if someone brings their pet duck or pet bird to the park, do they need to be on a six-foot leash? So we don't really have much guidelines when it comes to that, but I do know for sure that animals are required to be on a six-foot leash. So I imagine if someone brought a parrot, or something related in birds, like an African gray, for example, smartest six-year-old bird, basically, they're going to have to have that on a leash or have the wings clipped, and I would just suggest keeping it a six-year-old leash. 
Hey, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Which we will probably eventually get one of those birds, by the way. They're, they'll live forever, practically. I had one growing up there, awesome. His name was Luther. Luther? Yeah. He'd always be like, where are you? <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> He, like, swore, too. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great to hear. Yeah, you know, the guy that had him before us was, like, always swearing and stuff. And me and my brother were pretty young, so we would, like, hear him say stuff. And we're like, what? That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Luther, uh, don't repeat that. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> anyway, I think we've covered a good, good, bad, and ugly when it comes to this podcast. Is there something you want to add? <laughs> Oh, sometimes when I push Mo over at our boat launch, those red winged blackbirds like dive at me, dive bomb at me, and it like scares me. So I'm I stop mowing. I'm like ah, like scream and like jump. (laughs) And I actually learned that they're not diving at me, like they're diving at bugs that I'm picking up when I'm mowing. Oh, you're you're wrangling up their dinner basically. Yeah. So I thought this whole time like that I was mowing over there that they were trying out to like get me but they're actually just getting bugs you're basically cooking them dinner yeah because it looked like they were coming right at my face and stuff so oh, I'm no like, ah! like run <laughs> so really they're doing you a favor they're eating all the bugs around you yeah so i won't worry about it next time i do that so that's another thing that just says that all birds have their own kind of way of living mm-hmm. like i wouldn't have thought otherwise but I'm, it's good to know that now that's another benefit of our job, too. You get to learn about wildlife so often, especially when it comes to something new. If it's common, you'll hear about it a bit and you may forget about it, but the, the bits you need to know are always there. So what kind of bird were those again? Red-winged blackbirds. Red-winged blackbirds? Mm-hmm. They're black with, like, red and yellow-ish wings. Okay. <laughs> black with red wings. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> red-winged blackbird. It's going to be a new team. It's like the the feeder team to the Blackhawks. (laughs) But yes, this podcast has been about birds in general. Yeah, it was like kind of about about seagulls and then we just like talked about birds. Steven seagulls, all the birds, all the ducks. Just protect them. Keep them safe. Respect the natural. Yeah, don't feed them. Don't feed them. Unless you're feeding them the stuff they actually need. Yeah, like the actual bird food. Bird seed is full of things that birds are good for, Okay. Feeding them hot dogs. I've seen what happens to birds. They no, don't. No, because like they'll actually like just swallow the whole thing. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what was the one they were saying upstairs? The bird ate something whole. Oh. Shoot, I don't remember. Just understand that <laughs> seagulls don't care what it is as long as it has something with protein in it. They'll eat it whole, even if it's bad for them. So don't. Just feed them the right stuff. They're not going to know better. They're like younger than six-year-olds. and You just got to train them right. And they don't learn. They don't have big brains. So be nice. They're like little chickens. Little chickens. Running around with their head cut off. But it's their head's attached still. So mine? Mine. Anyway, I'm John. I'm Robin. This has been Rangers of the Midwest podcast. Yep. About birds. This is me clicking buttons. Trying to figure out how to get out of here.